six on here this morning. Christy and Bodge for Harvey Norman Port Macquarie. Very good morning to you and a very cold shower this morning, Christy. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a very cold day this, well, this it morning. Well, it was. Because it is. It was. And, um, on a cold shower. Having a cold shower on top of having um, you know, a very cold morning. Like my PP. Oh. I don't know if you know much yep. about um, yep. biology. But it just goes back up inside it goes, Yeah, it beca- I, my outie became an innie. That's how cold it was. That's a great way to start the morning. Why not? Thanks, you need to all know this. And every every bloke's been in that position before, except for, obviously, some of the more unfortunate gentlemen who more or less already have yeah. an any. And that's, I apologise if I've offended you, yep. all the tiny tadges out there. So, um, all it, I was, it was thinking a very cold one this morning. Was that it mostly affects your hands and your feet, but, yeah, anyway. Yeah. I don't have anything to compare. No. All right, okay, well... Um, and you didn't say why you had a cold shower. Don't know. I guess the water got cold and had needs to fill up. You know, when it's not gas, it's it's you know just the way it is. Sometimes right. it runs out and it needs time to whatever. So you were in there and it ran out whilst you were in there because that's no. the worst. No, no, no. It was already cold. Oh, so you didn't have a shower this morning. Oh, that's I, why I did. You stink. I, wa- I washed me bits and I, what do you mean a stink? That stink. You hadn't had a shower. I had I washed my bits from outside the cubicle. <laughs> what in the sink? Uh, no, I was standing outside the door. Do have you, you do? never done that before? What do you mean? So you, I think we need to have another conversation about this. Can we yeah. play a song and come back? Yeah, oh, I don't well, understand how you can wash on the outside of a shower. Well, it's very easy. You just well, cu- baby no, you just cut the water in your hand from the water, the, the shower water, and you pull it out, and you wash your underarms and whatever else outside the shower cubicle. It's just very weird. simple. I'm not a scientist, but I get it done. Wake up! Wake up! Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM. Do you remember last week? Do you remember last week when I said I'm really excited? We're going to move into um, the new house. Me and the girlfriend. We're moving in. This Friday we move in to the new premises and uh, renting, of course, because we're not rich enough to buy. Um, Why do you have to always say that? Oh, well, I've got to preface it because everyone I've told about it outside go, oh, my goodness, is this your first house? And I'm like, uh, renting. And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh, well, that's good. And they do that sort of thing where they're trying not to, they're like, you know, it's like when you make a child feel better about something. It's like, oh, well, you know, they're a child. No. It's like that. It's so, because you're at a certain age that they think that that's your next uh, yeah. <laughs> little steps Unfortunately, that you take. even at nearly 32, it's a struggle for some people to buy a house. Anyway, it doesn't things. matter. You're now moving in together with your girlfriend and yeah. you've got your own little love shack. Yeah. Um, and we, um, yeah, this is the, the thing, right? So I said to you, that in the lead up to it, the week leading up to it, Alicia wouldn't stay over at all, and Which, I wouldn't stay over at hers. I don't understand. It's a, it's a it's a not so normal thing to do, and it's almost like you you want that separation, like a little break, because you think that's the last thing. It's it's like doing a hens and a bucks. It's like oh, quick, go and celebrate, so then yeah. I can get a little taste of that before I'm stuck. No, here. I just thought um, I thought it would be nice to enjoy having the whole bed to myself before. Um, a lifetime, potentially, of having one-tenth of the bed because she dominates the bed. Hang on, I don't care about anything else you just said then until you said lifetime. Yeah, well, what's funny you about that? You said lifetime, 
potentially lifetime together. Is she the one? Well, I, no, hang on. Christy, I don't enter a relationship unless I think it's going to go somewhere. You know what I mean? I, I'm not in a relationship to um, to see whether or not, oh, we're, oh, we're going to last a year and then I'll get a summer girl. It doesn't work like that. Mm. So, you know, I, I have to think long term. Good, good man. But um, that lasted all of one day. So Monday night, she didn't stay over. Last night, I said to her, I was like, so what are you doing tonight? She's like, she looked at me, she's like, well, nothing. I'm like, cool, 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 cool. You want to um, want to come over and watch a movie or something like that? You broke the rule. I didn't break. Your own rule. Well, yeah, I did. Because you know what? Monday night sucked. It sucked. I fall asleep much quicker if she's next to me. I didn't think that would be a situation I'd ever find myself in. <laughs> Known me a long time. I was single for six years, yep. and I didn't require anyone to, uh, you know, you know. It's like um. No, you can't go it's, without. It's like, you know, how kids have warm milk or something before bed to get to sleep easier. You have to have Alicia. She's my warm <laughs> milk. The Mid North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. The UFC, the unfortunate foot club. There's it continues. Only, there's only one UFC. Well, it doesn't continue because it's always been. It's okay? always been around as always of yesterday. Been. It's inception yesterday. Which That's was, right. Because uh, you were telling me about your sore foot, which you've had for about two years, and I've only had mine for two weeks, and it was mm. this, oh, my gosh, we're unfortunate, aren't we, us old funny ducks that have now got issues with our feet. And <laughs> you've been limping this morning. And I've it's been worse. limping as well. It's, and I'm like, what is going on with us? It, it's it's gotten worse. I think the cold weather might be playing a role. But at the same time, my uh, second smallest toe is now bent more than it's ever been bent. So um, I've been crunching my feet, so to speak, like sort of yeah. um, clawing them as I walk so that I can walk without pain. But we did start the unfortunate foot club for anyone with foot ailments and uh you know, whether you've got gout or whether you've got some kind of broken foot or whatever, if you've got a, a painful foot, you are welcome to join the club. We now have four members, including you and I, and um, we inducted the two yesterday. We are looking for new members. If yes. you have foot complaints, if you've got any foot pains, you're welcome to join this exclusive club. At the moment, we're going to cap the club at 20 people. Yeah, so it's a very exclusive club. However, and we are inclusive in terms this of is true. who can actually join. At this current point in time, out of those four, there is three men. Surely there's more women out there well, like me that have issues with their feet. It's not a sexist thing. No, it's, it's just not. Those, those that have called up and or messaged us uh, have been fellas. So, mm. I mean, I can't, I can't help that. Maybe women of the mid-north coast don't have foot problems. Maybe they look after their feet a little yeah. bit more. My foot problem isn't something that it's, I've got disgusting feet. I haven't got like yeah. a, uh, an ulcer or anything like that yeah. on it. Mine's just pins and needles. Although the limping that I've got now, which is weird because I was shopping yesterday with my mum and she's like, what are you doing? You look like an old woman because I'm like sort of limping to the side. Yeah. And it was my ankle. I'm like, now what's going on with my ankle? Oh, no. Like, I think I'm getting too old. Well, that's what happens though. You've got, if you've got, so my injured toe is now affecting the other toes. It's toxic. Oh, it kind of just is dominoes effect. Yeah, yeah. Next, it's going to be our knees. Yeah, well, this is true. So um, there, there was one confused person yesterday, though, and I didn't tell you about this because I thought it would be fun to bring up on air. There was a guy who did message, yeah, another guy, and he wanted to join the UFC, the Unfortunate Foot Club. And I said, sure, what's your what's your, your foot complaint? And he goes, complaint, what do you mean? I was like, what's your injury? And he goes, oh, so this isn't for, like, foot fetishes and things like that. And I was like, no, it's not for foot. F- no. No, it's not for foot oh, fetishes. No, He's like, oh, be. I totally misread this whole thing. 
I was like, well... Unfortunate foot club. You never know. We're going to be consulting each other and looking at each other's feet and giving advice. So. There will be no fetishiser... Uh, how do you say the word? Fetishisation. I don't say the word. Don't no fantasing. Fantas- no, gosh. We can't say words It's today. just the UFC, okay? Our job is to say words <laughs> and we can't say words. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't want to get up. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. Some strange news to start your morning if you if you haven't heard this already. Uh, Elon Musk has called John, Johnny Depp out for a fight. A cage fight, yeah, in a fact. A cage of fight. All kind of fights is the, the biggest, You can't get out of a cage. Kind of fight. No, so who knows? Is it is it to the death? I don't really it, it, know. It could be, but we know it's because of this whole uh, rumours of... Elon Musk sleeping with uh, Johnny Depp's ex-wife, Amber. Amber. Uh, mm. Then rumours that uh, they had a threesome with this model. And then uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Johnny Depp. And you think that this is uh, Captain Jack Sparrow speaking with his uh, when he's a loose cannon, uh, mm. threatening that he's going to cut off Elon's pee-pee. Oh. <laughs> and that's why Elon... Did he actually say that? Yeah, it, not those specific words, but he said, uh, if he's going to come at me, I'm going to... Cut him off, and so he I'm can see bite his, <laughs> bite his D off. And then, of course, as you would, you defend yourself. So Elon's then said, "Well, right, if he's going to do that, then maybe we could take on a cage fight." Well, if we go to like, so we're gonna we're gonna do a player select now. I'm gonna go with Johnny Depp to win this oh, one. Of course, the loose cannon, the one that uh, probably would just use his uh, drunken. Bottle Choose there to get. <laughs> well, so, I've got no choice. I've got to go with Elon Musk. Would, would but you all right, go, I'll, would you I'll go, go with, with Elon anyway? I probably would have went. Um, I'm going to say J- Captain Jack Sparrow. He'd have to be donning all the outfit and stuff, not just the real Johnny Depp. That's the character that I'd want to play. So you're okay. Well, then you go. Jo- you go Johnny Depp. I'll take the character of Elon Musk, and I'll, I'll take the argument of why he would win. Okay. okay? <laughs> all right. That took a while to get into. So play select. All right, we get that now. So now we got to do. Um, we got to decide who is going to win. I think Elon's going to win because he is, a, like, he's a genius. He's like an evil genius. Oh, I know. He'll throw rockets. Yeah. So well, that, not just that, but he'll also abuse you on Twitter. <laughs> so I mean, I mean, I oh, know Donald Trump can do that, but Elon it's Musk, true. Elon Musk can do it in about five words. Yeah. Yeah. He gets in trouble for it the same, but yeah, I think he could he could right. do it pretty simply. Right. So our firing is instead of um, shooting guns and throwing uh, knives, it's we're telling how we're going to uh, put you down. Is that what we're doing? More or less, yeah. It's very, very easy. So um, I think we look at uh, Johnny Depp now in the form of Jack, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. What can he do? <laughs> I've got my drink. And I've got my empty glass bottle here, and I'm going to smack you over the head with it. Sorry, are you a French waiter? I can't talk like Johnny Depp when he's drunk. <laughs> Why don't you take your nasty impressions, mate, and bugger off? i got a jar of dirt. <laughs> I can't do it either, but at least it wasn't that bad. Look. Um, no, my lung dreadies here. He's not Jamaican. He's not Jamaican, Christy. You are terrible. I can't do was, my own voice for this, so I can't. Why? I can't do a Johnny Depp or a Captain Jack Sparrow voice. Then why did you pick him? Why did you? You know, why do you have to put on a voice? He's too unpredictable, and that is why he would win. They're both unpredictable. The only difference. <laughs> this is. Let me just do this, right? Johnny Depp would win because you know. I can see him punching someone in the face. Elon Musk, I've seen him try and dance, and it's it's god-awful. He's a geek. He's a geek. He's rich, 
and he's powerful, but unless he's got a robot suit, you know, it's not going to happen. Johnny is going to pulverize him into white powder and then snort him. That's what's going to happen. All he's going to do is do the Salt Bay look. He looks like Mr. Salt Bay guy and he'll just win. That's not going to (laughs) work. All right. Well, I mean, I would like to see a cage match between them. I would love to see that. And I think that Elon would probably be trying to climb over. Johnny Depp would get in there and he'd be coked out of his brains probably. And you should never do drugs, by the way, if you're listening. But we all know that he's got a, a strong history in it. Um, recreationally now, um, otherwise we wouldn't mention it. But uh, I think that Elon, Elon, I don't think he's got the stamina to even have a fight. You know what I mean? So mm. why would you call out Johnny Depp for a cage fight? He would be likely to do it. You never know. He might just have these ninja skills. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's like me. He's a bit porky. <laughs> you know, right. the man's probably got uh, guns built into his fingers. <laughs> You never know. Well, he's, he's, he's that clever. He's already said that he wants to um, be the first person to trial out the new AI that you implant in your mm-hmm, brain. Mm-hmm. He thinks that we should become like the computers. Well, that's see, crazy. I'm not going to do that. That's how he's going to win over Johnny Depp in a cage fight. He's yeah. going to manipulate Johnny and make him just fall like over. Like the Matrix. Knock out round. Hit FM with Christian Barge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Throughout that entire song... Uh, for those that were listening just before that song started, you would have heard Christie's god-awful impression <sighs> of Johnny Depp. There's about four of them, all different accents. I, like, you know, I don't know, I was Irish at one point, and then you thought I Jamaican. was Jamaican. No, you were, I felt like you were Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, listening to Johnny Depp on, online, some and of these so famous you, yeah, quotes, and, you've been, and I've been trying to You had the headphones on. Of, <laughs> Christy had her headphones on, so she couldn't hear how bad she was, and she's trying to imitate it while looking at the, the clips. And I'm sitting here just kind of just, I just want to... Why do you want to rag on me, matey? <laughs> Why do you want to sail with you? That's, no. It's not how we sound. <laughs> Why should I jump in a cage fight with you, Elon Musk? <laughs> it's not how we sound. <laughs> matey, this is my ship. You just sound like an alcoholic now. But that's what he is. No, that's Captain he, Jack no, he's more than that. Matey, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I sound a bit like um, old mate from The Simpsons. You sound like the, the guy, guy the on the I'm street <laughs> asking for money. Stinking of wine. Budge, can you just play a song? No, I can't. No, I can't. We're, we're up next, so we are going to play a little <laughs> You're terrible. terrible. You are terrible. Uh, You're doing this on purpose. <laughs> no, because I know how I dreadful know. it is. Um, we're going to play Little Bits up next. Little Bits is coming up oh next. Oh, my God. The guys. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. It is time for a little bit of Little Bits. Little Bits. And um, uh, today, while we're talking about fabulous women, um, I have got three women here that you need to identify. They are singers, and um, you need to identify them by the sound of their voice as they talk rather than <laughs> sing. So it's going to be a little bit difficult, Christy. Because you know that some people don't even sound like they do when they exactly. sing. Exactly. Mm, exactly. It's going to be hard. There's one clear example of that in this. So here is the number one clip. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. Yeah. I'm sure I don't sound like that. So so magnify that. Parliament Oak. Parliament Oak. Wow. Very good. Very good. She's a, got a unique sound, though, she when does. she talks. Yeah. I love Kylie. Right, and if it's not go. her, it sounds like Denny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. He's uh, voice number two. Back screen with white writing, just with the lyrics of a bit of the first verse of Hello. And then it ended with three Adele? dots. As in to be it continued. is Adele. Oh, really? Although I just realised she said one of the song titles. Oh, did she? That. I didn't hear that. <laughs> But Adele is the the perfect one for this because um, 
she's got that really, you know, she's from Tottenham, so she's got that really sort of London accent. Mm. She doesn't sound anything like she does when she sings. So it's incredible. In All fact, right. the first time I heard her voice, I was like, hang on, that's not her. And how hot does she look? She was always gorgeous anyway, but her now, like the amazing stuff that Yo, she's I been doing. I haven't seen her now. I, I You're thought, kidding I me. I thought she was hot beforehand. She's, she's a gorgeous girl yeah. either way, but um, she just looks stunning now. So this is the third voice, right? This one is interesting. You could be a head of state and you could be a prostitute and both of them have, there's something to admire about both of them. There's an art to all of those things. Right. I was going to say Dua Lipa, but no. Uh, it's an older sound. Yeah, yeah. Some would say, some would say of any woman who's ever sung anything, this one is probably um, the, the catalyst for a lot of artists now. Celine Dion. No, God no, God no. Celine Dion would not say something like that. Um, not that it's not true. I'm trying to think of the tone. I'll play it again. One more you time. could be a head of state and you could be a prostitute and both of them have, there's something to admire about both of them. There's an art to all of those things. Oh. That's the words that she's saying is... Quite strange, but she's also been in a few films, but not for a long time. I feel oh. like I feel like that this one should have been the one to get. Really? Yeah. No. Uh, <clears throat> let me see if I can give you another hint. Um, do, 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 do. Right. Um, she's had. I think she's changed her style probably as many times as David Bowie did. Like she's one of the. Are you co- going? Are you going old? She, she's one of the greatest chameleons in music history. Well, that's not helping me. You've gone well, real okay, old school, well, haven't you? If you? Okay, if you had to pick a queen of pop. Uh, Beyonce. Oh, you <gasps> idiot. No way. Beyonce, no. <laughs> no. Yes, Beyonce is of the no. modern times. Uh, yes. Maybe modern, no. I, I, maybe okay, the modern times. How old school are you going? Uh, well, from the 80s to now. Still going, <laughs> like from the 80s to now. Okay, give me a song and I'll bet no, you I won't get no, it. No, 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 no. Who is the ultimate queen of pop? Oh, Madonna. It's Madonna. <laughs> Jeepers. How do I know that? See, I'm thinking about Queen B. No, no. She if gave, her, she gave herself that nickname, by the way. You can't give yourself a but nickname. But she is. She's no, got her she's Queen right. Little Bees as well. Uh, if you're going to pin Madonna and Beyonce up one another, yep. I'm going to say Beyonce. Oh, you're a fool. Get up with Christian Budge on the Mid North Coast's Hit FM. We're talking of obviously about uh, who on the Mid North Coast should be nominated for Australian of the Year. We put it up on Facebook last night, and there's been a lot of comments, Christy. Yeah, there has been a lot in regards to our volunteers uh, during the bushfires, and obviously the paid uh, volunteer, not paid volunteers, but the paid rescuers out there as well. Because when you think about Australian of the Year award, it's regarding what they do for our community and the greater good. Because the yeah, selection yeah. criteria, they have to do a significant contribution to the community and the nation, be an inspirational role model for our community, excellence in their field, be it whether they're a rescuer. Um, and Local Hero Award acknowledges a significant contribution uh, at a local community level as yeah, well. So when you true. think about the Mid-North Coast, there is a ton of local heroes out there. This is true. No, I'll, I'll read a couple of these out here. Uh, the first one, Sarah Ashton. Now, I know Sarah. She's a good lady. 
uh, for her total commitment to providing education and support to people with dementia and their families and carers. Now, oh, beautiful. That that's true. Look, we'll have Sarah on at some stage in the next month or so because uh, Dementia Week mm. is is not too far away. But mm. there's a lot of other. There's a, a VRA member named Jason who's been nominated a few times on our page. Now, these aren't official nominations either. These no. are just we've just asked you. I don't know what a VRA member is. Uh, Can you volunteer uh, Rescue Association. So they, they're oh, the right. rescue guy. Oh, so yeah, get around the, it. The Jason Brooks guy. Why they're celebrating him is because uh, he he tends all the local accidents uh, and a part of the volunteer rescue squad. And, uh, and so they help small animals in need as well. So they do a whole heap. But mm. it, it seems to be a lot of emergency workers. Uh, yep. and those sorts of things that people are um, well, discussing and celebrating. But it's one thing to, to share it with us, but the other is maybe take that extra step and go, yeah, and, why not? go and nominate them because otherwise they can't be celebrated officially for all the hard work that they it's do true. because the, the registrations or the nominations close this Friday. I mean, I mean, we can read it out and say the name, but, I mean, it's nowhere near as good as getting yourself a little OAM, you know, Order of Australia Medal or something like that. But the thing is, is that, um, you know... Uh, it's we had a lot happen in the last twelve months, obviously, mm. and we're coming up to bushfire season. It's not too far away. No, which is a scary and, thought to think that it yeah, felt like yesterday that we just went through it. it. You know, it was probably a little over a year ago now that the Linfield Park fire mm. started, and that was a weird one for anyone in the Hastings because, um, and you and I know this for like personally speaking, because of we the were smoke, so close. the smoke that was around our houses, and we were very close to yeah. it was just incredible. There was a time where I thought that wouldn't disappear. I thought that was just the new norm Yeah, because no, uh, it just went for months. And, and people are probably still suffering from it, the ones that were in close proximity, more closer yeah, than we were yeah, yeah. in regards to getting their um, places cleaned up. So you'd have, to, you'd have to look into not only um, who helped out with the fires um, over the, the, the bushfire season where it got really, really bad, but um, also who has been – because there was a lot of people trying different ideas to put that, that Linfield Park mm. fire out. That was there for ages, and it was affecting the town, all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of people, I think, that deserve it, and uh, I think we don't know enough about them, no. to be honest. So, And even during the times that we're going through now with COVID yeah. and, and the, the Black Lives Matter and all those sorts of things, there's, there's more to be celebrated. So that's uh, the reason we're talking about it is because we want to see someone, a local hero of the Mid-North Coast, Take out that award because we've uh, well, gone it, through some hard yards together, yeah. but we need to celebrate those people that are helping. So there's Australian of the Year. There's a I know there's a Young Australian of the Year as well, Christy. And there's a Senior Australian yeah. of the Year, and there's a Local Hero Award as well. Right. Okay. So there's plenty. There's plenty of stuff to get stuck into. If you, why don't you just apply for a couple of them? Well, me. No, I mean like in general, oh, like, you know. <laughs> Nominate for a couple of them. You might not get one, you might get the other. Exactly. So people need to be celebrated. Go and nominate them. They close this Friday. The Mid North Coast gets up with Christian Barge. On Hit FM. Talking about Australian of the Year, Christy, got me thinking um, when was the last time you won an award? That has nothing in comparison to Australian of the Year award and that calibre of well, being honoured. There's that. no way you were ever <laughs> going to reach those lofty heights. But when was the last time you won an award? Well, when was the last time you won an award? <sighs> oh, God. Um, oh, I remember it was actually the Christmas party. They gave me a tiny little bronze trophy and it was the booby prize. Everyone else got stuff. And everyone laughed at me as I accepted the Bodge Award oh. for being the most dramatic person <laughs> at the whole radio station. Oh, no, best performance in every drama. Drama. Do every you, drama. Did you ever get to the bottom of who um, gave you that? Yeah, it was because uh, we're sister stations with Strawny at yeah. Triple M, and he was the one that said, give it to Bodge. Yeah, and do you know who made it? No. It was me. You're a piece of work. <laughs> 
I like how you laugh. What was the last one you won? What was the last one you won? Oh, God knows. I think maybe back in, in high school or something. No, probably a no, it one. wasn't. No, it wasn't. What have you won back-to-back years, except for last year? <laughs> That's right. You're salty right now, and you're so upset no, that just, you run the I've, drama queen I've one. I've just yeah. remembered no, it. No, I know. This sounds like I'm so wankerish right now if I say you this. You are. I won two Employee of the Year awards back to back. Yeah, I couldn't not, be, no, but see, the first year I won it, I'd only been around for four months. Yeah, and it I was, was like, how, how did I win that? Like, there's been people that have been here for a lot longer than I. What what have I done to deserve this? Then the next year, right, Boss Crowey, when he stipulated when you've got to um, put your nominees in, uh. he said, "Remember." Uh, you've got to think about the whole year, not just the back end of the year and what's front of mind. Meaning, because obviously the year before, a newbie won, and then I won again. <laughs> yeah, irritated me. <laughs> and then the third year, I'm literally sitting in the corner of the room and the nominations of the awards are being presented, and I'm like, please, and I'm just yelling out, please, can it not be me? I you do not ch- want to get the hat trick. Christy was <laughs> already off her trolley, and she's like, I won the award. Don't, <laughs> don't give me the award. And they're like, it's not you. No, I won the award. Oh, stop it. I don't want the award. No, it wasn't you. And your face just went, oh, because I think you were expecting it. No, I was not expecting it. I, um, yeah, I, I didn't like, I get banned from voting every time because that we have. Because you cheat. I don't cheat. You put your name down, like, on every sheet of paper that's sitting no, there. No, that's not true. And there's only, like, 20 people in this office, and then there's, like, 10 votes for Bodge. Well, I mean, that's half the staff. Why wouldn't they vote for me? <laughs> Why wouldn't they vote for me? All in the same handwriting. And in crayon, apparently, as well, <laughs> for whatever reason. The Hit Breakfast Show. Get that fun feeling in the morning. This is Hit. I reckon if anyone deserves it, it's the post office. What? I know. I never thought I'd say this because some people at the post office are horrible, but some are really nice. In fact, most are really nice. There's only really one oh. I've dealt with that I don't like. Is it to deal with all the Karens that come in? Is no. it because of that Karen that well, did uh, hit up the Bunnings people and then went into the post no, office guys? No, I don't need to wear a mask. No, it was well. No, it's nothing like that. No, 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 no. Um, this is. Um, in fact, if anything, um, I've been the problem because yesterday. I went to the post office and I had a big box full of video games that I'm selling. Do you remember the days when, (laughs) for those that have been listening for a long time to this show, do you remember the days when there would always be a package delivered to me? Yeah, poor Scotty. You would have to come in every day and have to package up and deliver your goods. You were terrible. You had a friend vention from Cass. That was how long ago that this all started. Yeah. She would uh, make sure that you (laughs) tried to get away from doing what your bad habit was, which was buying games on eBay. Every single day, Scott would rock up with a package, and he's not doing too well at the moment, by the way, so best uh, best wishes to Scott and his family because he's a great bloke. Uh, A lot of people around the the Port Macquarie area would know uh, know him. And... uh, I always look forward to Scotty rocking up with my packages. I was like, yeah, what have we got today? Uh, Don't even remember what game it was. That's how many I bought. But now, now for whatever reason, I'm selling them all. I don't know if it's coincided with the fact that I'm moving or that I've got a girlfriend now. Uh, I'd say it's the girlfriend. It's not the fact that you don't have money you need to sell. I think it's the girlfriend. We were, um, yeah, so we were watching the 40-year-old virgin on the weekend and I'd never seen that. I'd never seen that film. But in the film, right, the guy who's the 40-year-old virgin, he has all these collectibles. As soon as he gets a miso, all of a sudden in his mind, 
she's tricked him basically <laughs> into selling all this stuff off for money. So that's your connection to the forty-year-old virgin. I'm not, not saying, the other context of the story. No, of course not. <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, I think that I've been sort of maybe manipulated a little bit, but that's okay. Uh-huh. I'm okay with that. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just less clutter. But going how in, much did you get rid of? Well, I'm getting to that, mate. I'm getting to that. So I was at the post office yesterday, and um, I had. 10 boxes, but they were huge. They were massive boxes. I had a stack of them, and um, it, there was a lineup, obviously, because post office gets busy, and I'm out the front, because that's where the tables are, riding on these boxes. I've got a, a box out in the open where the line is of these games that I consider so valuable that I don't want to leave them to go and get more boxes, because I've run out of packing and boxes <laughs> and things like that. And the people in there, God bless them, they dealt with all of those boxes, and they were huge, and they weighed a lot. So they're, they're my nomination for Australia. Why didn't you just do it in two sittings rather than doing it all at I once? considered that. You know, I considered going to one post office because I had so much and then doing half and then going to the other post office and doing half there as well. Yeah, because they would have seen you coming and went, no. oh, no, they probably we've do. got to deal with this They bloke. probably do. And then when you left, they're like, oh, God, let's just put them in the bin. Let's have just have a cup of tea. It. have to have an early minute. A fresh way to get up. Christian Barge on Hit FM. You know how I was saying that um, I'm all for the whole scan and go thing, and it is uh, rolled out uh, across multiple stores around our country. Yes. None here, of course, yet on the Mid-North Coast, but it's a thing. It's a thing. Scan and go. So um, I like the whole contactless thing. I know you're totally against it because yeah. I've only just recently updated my phone and now I don't carry my cards around. I just do the whole pay wave it's on terrible. the phone. It's, it's so easy. Although this is, this is one thing I noticed yesterday before I get into this whole scan and go. Um, I keep going over my credit limit on my credit card because when you do the scan, it automatically goes to your credit card. And I don't use my credit card like most people do. It's just there so I could get a credit rating. Oh. And because I've only got a small limit on it, and now that I'm using it so often, whereas I never did before, I keep getting text messages from my bank going, hey, you've just gone over your limit. I'm like, damn it, because I'm not really paying attention to my right. bank account. And so that's the painful thing about contactless uh, payments on your phone, FYI, because it goes to your uh, credit card, not your normal but, but, savings account. But why we're talking about this is that place in Queensland is doing it. Well, it's not just Queensland. There's there's 18 stores across the country that have uh, rolled this scan and go out at Woolies. And I'm all for it because what it means is instead of getting your trolley full, then going through your self-service or at the checkout chick, uh, you can actually now use your phone. There's an app on your phone where you use the QR code and you scan the item. So say I you like pick up it. a water bottle... Scan it, bam, pay for it as you go. No. I, I don't understand why you don't like it because you know it means that you can actually see the balance and how much it's going to cost you because you know when you, you're getting all the items and you don't get too much. And you think to yourself, oh, it's going to cost me 50 bucks. $150 later at the checkout and you go, oh, I really didn't have well, that well, Hang on, sorry. All, all you're saying to me is it's easier to scan and go rather than to budget correctly. No, it, it is easy to budget correctly because right. you can actually physically see it. Are you, no. ca- do you do calculations on your head while you're walking down the aisles when yeah. you're buying things? Yeah, absolutely. But then you do you, do you get the scare at the end of the ch- at the checkout going, oh, that's Never. a little bit more than I thought? Never. And do you know what? I calorie count as well as money count. And <laughs> oh, I you cannot both. tell me. You cannot tell me that when you've got a full trolley load that you know exactly how much that's going to be. More or less, yeah. Nah, nah. Why, why is it so hard to believe? It's steering well away from the problem here, right? And it is a problem. 
the contactless payment and whatever else, I mean, that sounds okay. But when you when you start scanning things on your phone and whatever else, it I saw a story a while back about a, uh, a business who you pick things up and yeah. you just walk through, you walk through a door and the door picks up everything that's in your trolley and it gets charged to your account. I did not like that. No, that one I don't like because let's say the computer can stuff up and you're not physically holding things up. It might recognise the barcode for something else. I I just just don't like that kind of technology. No, but you're in complete control here, just like you are at a self-serve. When you've got your little trolley load and you're scanning it through, it's on you if you do um, twice scan or or you miss it. Um, But this... This is really, I just think it's beneficial for uh, budgeting as you go. You can scan it with your little app and you know how much it's going to cost you. Put it in the trolley and walk out. But here's the thing. They've only just released it. How are they going to monitor whether or not you're walking out and you've already paid for it? I know that they check your receipts and stuff, but what's not saying you've just popped a little extra one in there? You scanned one of them? I don't care. What about the jobs? What about job loss? Do you care about that? Do you care about people losing their jobs, Christy? There, Do you care? There still would need to be people there. There'd be people that a need to stock less. the shelves. A lot less. Well, there's barely anyone on the checkouts anyway. Oh, Christy. Now they can just be marshals that stand there and let me check that bag. Did you t- chuck another cheeky chocolate? Okay. Well, let me flip this around then. If, uh, for whatever reason, the bosses said, you know what, we could automate the breakfast show and we don't even need breakfast announcers. Okay, good. I don't need to sit alongside you anymore. And you would get no money. That's all right. Michael can pay for everything. Oh, Jesus. Hit FM with Christy and Vodge. A fresh way to get up on your radio. Christy, being the uh, homelessness ambassador for Homelessness Week, which starts next week. In fact, it starts on the 2nd, which is Sunday and grows right through to yeah. uh, Saturday. Um, I want to do that role. Justice, if I can do it, if I can do it. Yeah, and you do have your own story. It's not that yeah. they've just yeah. someone's chosen you to be an ambassador. It's because you went through it. And, yeah. and it's a sad reality that there's many among us that we might not have known had been homeless at one point in their life. This is true. And um, I had no idea. I had an idea uh, yesterday and I said to you, why don't we chat to someone about this and see if we can make it happen? Mm. Um, and we've got the mayor of the Port Macquarie Hastings area, Peter Pinson, on the line with us. Good morning, boss. Ah, good day, Bodge. How are you? Doing all right, mate. How are you? Yeah, pretty, pretty good, thanks. Are you prepared to hear this idea? <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, no, no, don't, no don't, don't be scared. It's fine. It's fine. Look, um, when I was homeless, right? I haven't got any sad music, unfortunately, but I, oh. I, I was going to, I was going to find needed. some sad music. Just don't, I was going to, for effect, Christy, yeah. so I could, you know, guilt her into doing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right? Oh um, God, it's sounding nah, worse. No, it's not. No, look, when I, when I first was homeless, right, the first thing in my mind was, um, what the hell do I do now? Where do I go? What do I do? What I thought might be an all right idea, and I think I know kind of where I would put it is just a little notice board with a map on it, right, sort of highlighting or circling little areas like uh, shelters and other services um, for people in that situation, and then they know where they can sort of go. So it's a location point. Kind of, yeah. Pick up the toiletries um, and stuff. Because I think that's probably why I spent so much time in the sort of the same area that I was. It was an area I was familiar with, and I didn't know where else to go. Now, Mm. this was... Uh, in a different place. It wasn't on the mid-north coast. It's a, a little bit smaller here, so it should be easier to get to places. Is that something that is feasible at all? 
Look, you raise a really good point. And at the moment, Bodge, we're, uh, it's interesting, you know, we were having a conversation. We've got a um, community wellness group as part of COVID recovery. But I actually said yesterday to the group that, you know, um, the wellness of our community and safety of our community and happiness too, um, you know, it, it shouldn't be determined just by recovering from COVID. It should be you know, all the time yeah. and we need to look after each other. Um, I, look, leave that with me. I think you've raised a really uh, a really good point and you, you're 100% right. You know, if you, if you find yourself in a position um, and especially our youth as well, um, you know, that all of a sudden you find that the safety of your home yeah. um, has changed and you're out in the big wide world and sometimes alone too, very yeah. much, it's very isolating homelessness and um, and you just don't know where to go or where to turn to. Right. Um, you know, something like that could be of great value. So um, leave that one with me. Well done. Yeah, well, I'd say, I don't think it would be too hard to implement either. It's just like a poster even, a poster on a wall somewhere. Um, yeah. And, yeah, you know, contact numbers or uh, at least the addresses yeah. so they know where to, to go to. Because yeah. I know that you, you might need for money purposes to get rid of the phone that you perhaps might have had in the first place. Well, so. wait, see, P- Peter, when I when I was homeless at 16, mobile phones are, were, you know, they were just sort of becoming a big thing. Mm. I think I had a, a Nokia, like... 3315, 3315. yeah, I did. And once the, t- the $10 text card <laughs> ran out, all of a sudden I was screwed. So, yeah, um, that's right. And, and, you know, that's, that, that's the thing. People who become homeless um, may have had a phone, but then how do you, um, how do you keep that going? Yeah. Correct. You know, the, the cost. Um, so, you know, yeah, there are a lot of really... Oh, she's dropping Stations out. out there that are there to help. Um, it would be good if, uh, in areas where people could go to. Um, but we've got the bus terminal, for argument's sake, on Gordon Street. Well, that's, that's where I was thinking of putting it because that's kind of a hot spot and yeah. it's sort of in between the parkland area where the Coolumbung Creek is. That's right. I think yep. that would be the perfect spot. Yeah, well, good idea. Leave that one with me and let's see if we can get that to be a reality. Now, Bodge, there's something that you don't know about our Mayor, Peter Penson. Uh, she went through a similar story to you at the same age with your leaving Bollocks. home at 16. Uh, well, legit, is this true? This is true. And at 16, there were no mobile phones, let me tell you. So, yes, Bodge, um, I came from a fairly stable um uh, home. I had a mum and a dad, right. and grew up in the in a military surround. Um, my mother really was the sergeant major, and um, and she ran the household. Um, and I just happened to, uh, you know, uh, meet a boy that my parents didn't approve of. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, the the longer I was with him, um, the more my mother disliked him, mm. and. Um, tossed all my belongings out on the front lawn. I'll never forget it. And I thought, very much like you when I read your story, oh, it'll be right, you know, she'll get over it and let me back in. Yeah, and yeah. Um, and uh, that never happened. So actually at 17... Oh, oh no, we out. lost She her. dropped out. She dropped out. We lost I you heard at actually 17. at 17. Oh, no. Hello. Oh, I've got you there. I've got you. Got you. <laughs> so at 17, I actually had to leave high school because I had big plans for myself and having this big career. So I had to leave high school to get a job because wow. um, I bought a house with my then boyfriend, who is now my husband of 32 years. <laughs> At 17? <laughs> oh, 
I had to buy a houseboat so I couldn't be homeless anymore. Jeepers. Wow. You to, I couldn't even rent one. And that's why and she's where she is today. Well oh, done. Sure. <laughs> well. So, uh, look, I totally get it and I, I understand the isolation. The fear, the not belonging, um, yeah. you know, the loneliness. It's the sadness that comes with that. Mm. I mean, everyone deserves a home and to be safe. And, um, you know, and you do feel so different from your friends. So when I read your story, I thought, you're the perfect um, poster boy for the ambassador of <laughs> homelessness um, because you really understand it and you've lived it. Until you live through certain um, challenges in yeah. life, yeah. you know, it's hard to comprehend how that feels. So, yeah. well done to you. I think um, I think you'll do it justice, Botch. Well, oh, let's hope so. Words. With um, so I mean, I'll leave my idea with you, right? But if it was um, if it was to sort your, of... your idea through someone else, you mean? No, no, no. The idea, the idea was mine. Just the placement of it wasn't mine. Where to oh, put okay, it? Then. Yeah, right. so Today. it was is very much a combined effort, which is what I like about this. Yeah, and um, yes. I, I yeah, I, I'll leave that with you. But like, is that something that I'll hear about soon? Like, or is it like um, maybe something you? Because I know that you're you're the ass kicker when it comes to council. You get <laughs> things done, but like, does it have to go through lots of other people who might hold it up? Do I have to drag anyone through the mud on air to get them to do it? Can I bribe <laughs> we don't, someone? We don't have to drag anyone anywhere. Oh, I think. I feel that you've raised a really great community service yeah. and, um, you know, uh, council's here to serve its community. Yeah. So leave it with me. Mm. I'm going to have a chat with uh, with uh, people in the know in the organisation. Mr Geoffrey Sharp, if you're listening out there, I'll be in your office very soon after this call <laughs> and um, and let's see how we can make that happen. You're oh, a legend. See, uh, see, Christy, I watched the, f- the first few seasons of House of Cards again just getting ready for this to <laughs> see whether or not I could, you know, do I have to bribe someone? <laughs> no, you don't need to bribe our Mayor Peter Pinson. There's no, something bribe. close to I don't have to bribe her. There's the others. <laughs> Get them to do something. But look, Peter, thank you for taking time out to have a chat with us about um, obviously, Homelessness Week starts uh, next week. 2nd of August. Yes. This is true, and um, we're, we're looking to make all the changes that we can uh, that are feasible, that are practical, and um, I, I know that you'll agree when um, I say, when people say, oh, we just want people to be aware. Actually, the people that aren't homeless don't really need to be aware. The people that are homeless need to be aware of what they can do from that point. Yeah. So um, that, that's the kind of awareness that needs to be raised. Well, hopefully with the power of exactly. you and the power of Peter, we can now put something together. Peter Power. <laughs> Peter Power. All right. Thanks, Bodge. All right, guys. Have a wonderful day and congratulations again, Bodge, to be the uh, ambassador for this. Um, I know you're going to really change some people's lives um, yeah, and talking so. about it is really important too. Yeah. So well done, everyone. Have a great day, everyone listening. Thanks, Peter. Thank Take you. it easy. Get up with Christy and Bodge on the Mid-North Coast Hit FM. Are you ready to play Riddle Me This, Bodge? Oh, jeepers. All right. Wednesday means brain teasers. Here we go. All right. What is brown and sticky? A stick. Oh, you actually got that. Normally you come up with the most weirdest one. That's a children's one. (laughs) I went for the most simplest because lately you've been doing really absurd answers and you just went straight for it. I'm disappointed. All right, moving on. What did the January calendar girl say to the February calendar girl? Well, they don't talk because it's paper. <laughs> what was this? Was this at the photo shoot for the for the know. calendar? Are you, are you saying the January girl? Yeah. What did she what did say? What did she say while she was having her photo taken? To the February calendar girl. Yes. Was it while co- they were in modelling, getting their photos well, taken? 
it would probably be something along the lines of um, you're the worst month because you're the shortest one. No one wants to be the shortest month. That's the you're the worst. You, you are know what? you're terrible. You shouldn't even be here. You can get it. You're the Pluto of months. <laughs> you're the Pluto. Pluto of months. You know what? I'm paying it. Too small. You're getting it. Is that right? It's it's technically not right, uh, but yes. Well, uh, what, is it, it right? It is. It's it's okay. I have more dates than you. The January girl oh, has more well, dates. Anyone could have said that to February though. Let's be honest. <laughs> right. Last one. Imagine you were in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. How would you survive, Bodge? Oh, well, I can't swim. What I'd probably do, I'd probably just try and be still. I'd lay there and make out I was an oar. Are you not and giving off a scent to them? That you don't look like a seal when nah, they've got that I, silhouette If of I'm you? out there, I, if I'm in the boat, I'm fishing, right? Am I fishing? Yeah, you right. you're so fishing. What, what I'll do is Terrible I'll get. Fishing, what I'll do is I'll get one of the fish that I've caught. Yeah, and I would like tear it open, obviously, which I don't like doing. Oh, you're um, gonna give on, it wait, bait? Hang on, wait, no, no. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna smear it all over myself, so it goes. <laughs> oh, so I'm not gonna bother. There's a fish in there. I can smell it. There's mm. plenty down here. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bother trying to get into the. The, the air yeah. and to the boat when there's loads down here that are easy to get. You know, it's a sinking boat then, which means Oh, you've changed the, boat, the rules on me no, now. No, no, no. It was always a sinking boat, which means you're going to end up in the water. Uh, when a boat's sinking, it's not going to be there anymore. Okay. Um, so how do you survive from the shark? Uh, well, I'll just take a leaf out of Mick Fanning's book and punch it in the face. <laughs> I don't want to do that either because I like animals, all animals. But if it be, between me and a shark, and I've got to try and get away, you know, I'll I'll have to do something. I can't swim. I told you that. Right. Well, Maybe I'll grab its dorsal fin, hold on for dear life, and try and you know rodeo my way out of the situation. Maybe he'll buck me onto land. Yeah. I think people maybe need to I you know, I'll, you I'll just take die. some of the I'll just advice. Die. I think I'll just die. <laughs> the answer is quit imagining. What? Because you didn't hear the whole riddle. Go, do it again. I said, imagine you were in a sinking rowboat surrounded by sharks. What oh, you're would an you idiot. do? You are, a, you are a dead set fool, you are. If you want more of Christy and Budge, catch up on the podcast at hit.com.au or hear them live weekday mornings from 6 on the Mid-North Coast's Hit FM.